Hey guys, this is Tyler with Better Climbing Beta. Just wanted to start this podcast off by giving a shout out to our sponsors. As always, we've got Taft's Brewing right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. They are a fantastic craft brewery. Um, and they make a lot of great beer. Uh, they've got some uh, new updates. The big one is uh, their flagship IPA Gavel Bangers now available in 12 packs, which is awesome. So if you're looking at sessioning a great beer, go uh, find your local beer store and pick up a 12-pack of Gavel Banger. And we got Vanderwall Climbing, a resole company based out of San Mateo, California. They do a fantastic job of fixing up blown-out shoes. So if you got a hole coming in and you need to get that fixed up, just send them on to Vanderwall Climbing. On this episode, we've got Justin Miniard, who is uh, just recently competed in the Ninja Warrior uh, competition. And so we wanted to talk about how you train for that and how that compares with the climbing community. Uh, we did have some technical difficulties. So the last 10 minutes in, you're going to hear a clicking sound come in every second or so. So um, we apologize for that and we've kind of fixed those issues. But anyways, uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, <laughs> it's Chad, we're going to hear talk about... This is a terrible accent. <laughs> I told you, I told you I'm bad. Anyways, this is Tyler, we're here with Better Climbing Beta. I'm uh, joined as always by the infamous co-host, Michael Hargis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but depends I'm the you, man, so depends have you seen, on who you have talk you seen to. Wizard of Oz? Yeah. I'm the guy behind the curtain. You're the, the wizard? Yeah, is that the wizard? Yeah, that's, okay, I'm that guy. that's the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so... So I, you sound really intimidating and imposing, but as soon as you look behind the curtain, you're not really good at anything? Pretty much. Nice. That's what my wife says. <sighs> Sweet. She's like, you fake it till you made it, but now that you've made it, it's kind of all coming. Just, you got to keep faking it, because... Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Don't let them find out, kids. We're also joined today by our special guest, Justin. Sup, guys? <laughs> That, that's about as good as it's gonna get yeah. guys that's like that's top of the tier introduction right there i'm amped there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right believe it or not we we're still haven't finished our first beer of the podcast so it probably this sounds is completely, like drugs. yeah right we're um, in colorado bros so uh anything could happen it's been a minute since we put one out what a weird way to express time it's been a it's minute. been a, a long minute so is a minute is that a is that a derivative of a long time or a short time? Well, like if it's a New York minute, that's a thing, and I think that's like did Jay Z come long. up with that? No, if anyone should have, it's probably it's Jay-Z. probably Jay Z. I think that's a short time, but if someone's like it's been a minute, that's uh, like it's been a long time. Hey, yo, Chad, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, dog. Yeah, but yeah. then does that mean if it's been like if you say, man, it's been like a week? Does that mean like a? Really, I know really a Chad too. You know a Chad? Most white people do. Most yeah, p- white people know a Chad, you know a, Chad, a, Chad a Brett, and a Tiffany, a Brent. <laughs> and a Brittany, <laughs> <laughs> and a Brittany. All right, well, we're here today. This is an absolute disaster. It's, 
This is what happens when I let you do the intro. It well, goes to shit, man. It goes to shit. So I'll just uh, dive head first then. Uh, so Justin here. Do a little intro for Justin. Yeah. yeah. Let's like introduce him to the podcast. So Justin, you've been climbing. How long have you been climbing? I've been climbing for, I think, coming into my eighth year now. Eighth year. Holy shit. Eighth so if you had, had a child when you started, what grade would they be in? What grade eight? When you're eight years old, uh, was that like third grade? Third, yeah, third second grade. or third grade. Oh, second, if depending on if you get held back. You know the worst part is if you had a kid when you started, that eight year old would probably be better than you. Oh, by far, <laughs> by far, one hundred percent. That's so kind of scary. Have you been at? I know you've climbed a lot at Rock Quest. Is that kind of where you got started, or did you get started? I know you in KU. EKU, EKU, Eastern Kentucky okay. University, but I went to Hawken College first. Okay, which is where I got introduced to rock climbing. Um, they had small outdoor boulders in Athens, Ohio. Sure. And then we went to Cooper's Rock, West Virginia, and then we went on small school trips to the Red River Gorge. Uh, so I've been climbing. What year did you go that, there? 2012. You, a, you, I think I was there that year. You, I think you were. Or the year before year, that. You were a year before me. Okay. I remember hearing about your name and things like that until wow. I actually until I actually met you. So you he might. Was, he was famous back I in the did, day. I did a couple uh, hallucinogens. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of streaking. He ended so. up on top of the wall, untied, wouldn't let go. I was hanging on by the chains. By the chains. Yeah. Kind of my, I'm pretty famous. <laughs> Are you the breakfast burrito guy? We know yeah. who the breakfast burrito guy is. Uh, we do? We do. Do you have the dirt? I do, but I, I can't say his name. Oh my God. Yeah. That What's that a, in the background? <laughs> oh yeah. If you if you can hear. Um, I feel like I'm going to turn down everyone's last, I think we did. I, I have a kid now. So that's sounds what you, like you just picked one up off the yeah, street. Yeah, I just I found one. We were like, who, who has a kid? You have a kid, or you your wife has a quiet. kid? You can you can go in there. Just my wife. Just actually. your wife. She has, had the kid. It's not. Uh, yeah, so she's like two months now. She's two mm. months old, almost. Holy crap, dude! Eight weeks, I think today. And so oh, she's. I feel like as a godfather, I should know this. Stuff. You should know. You should know. You should send me like an email every now and then. Hey, just so you know, here's pictures of. Just so if you see her, you what's know, her name again? Is it Colin Avery? Yeah, what's <laughs> her? Just joking. Sarah. I knew that. So, anyways, that's been. That's also why my throat sucks right now. I'm, I'm medically. You yell at your baby. That's why your throat. Yeah. Hurts. Fuck you. No. Uh, apparently, I have strained my throat for the past six months, and my doctor said you got to be quieter. And literally, everyone in my life has been extremely thankful for that. So. Um, so this podcast is not about Justin. It's about no. It's about you. me. Anyway, so let's back to Justin. <laughs> so you climb. You've been climbing for about eight years. Yep. Um, and so then, what? What got? You, so you went to college. What got you into rock climbing? What, what did you did you do anything before that, or was it just like? No, I was always too small to play like real sports, football, baseball, okay. things like that. I'm five nine, hundred and sixty pounds. So oh, that's my dream weight, dude. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. So nice. I always did things like solo sports. Uh, I rode BMX like throughout oh, high school, yeah. just things like that. Um, when I went to college, that was the first thing I saw when I walked in the Hawking College Rec yeah. Center was that big rock wall. And the first day I was there, I climbed. And then I climbed so much, I literally couldn't like open or close my hands. They were just... My hands You're were numb. Permanently pumped. Yeah, I was permanently pumped, and I took a few days off, and I went to climb again, and I was still pumped. So I went back to it and kind of worked the pump off. But I'm pretty sure I climbed every single day of my freshman year of college. Jeez. And I just, wow. I would kind of stop over summer before I realized Rock Quest was in Cincinnati. So I think in that transition period between freshman and sophomore year, I took three months off and then started all over again. Sure. 
until mm-hmm. I went back to college. But ever since then, you've been pretty regular. Yeah, I've been pretty regular. Oh, it's cool. been awesome. So, did you climb when you went to EKU? Yeah, one of the reasons why I went to EKU, um, when I transferred after I, I got my associates from Hawking, sure, I was looking at West Virginia University, close to New River Gorge, yeah, or Eastern Kentucky University, which is only forty-five minutes from the Red River Gorge. Uh, they both have yeah, my major so any, that I was in, so yeah. I decided to go to EKU and. They have a really good rec center. I worked at their wall. I was setting there and things like that. Sure. And then whenever class was off, we'd go and hit the red with a couple buddies and we'd climb. Jeez, that's the dream. It yeah, is. so if, if you're in high school and you're looking to go to college near a prime sport climbing destination, yeah. it's EKU. EKU. <laughs> and it's like West Virginia University? Yeah. I mean, depending what area you want to yeah, climb in. Sure. So, so uh, would you call yourself more of like a boulder or a sport climber or track climber uh more of a sport climber i like okay. i like clipping clips and climbing on road so i mean very red river gorgey then I mean, oh yeah i yeah i mean that's why i picked red river gorge over new river gorge it was just more familiar to me um i haven't bouldered outside a lot it's just kind of sporadic over winter time when it's too cold to climb sport right. we'll go to chattanooga or something no, like i mean because i see you i mean i see obviously see you bouldering in the gym but that's more like training yeah for the sport climbing yeah training versus, for power okay. and things like that cool um and then i know you you've trained for a while you trained uh, with chris hampton you've done um i mean again you're kind of a rock quest fixture at this point i see you there all the freaking time so yeah. <laughs> um you know how how often do you get outside and i don't i don't go outside over the summer hardly at all and if i do it's to help out with maintenance of the routes down there okay kind so of you're involved tightening bolts and you things do, like that you do some of the the route maintenance and stuff as well yeah so i really start getting back down there around this time in the fall sure um and from here until the weather gets too cold to where i can't feel my fingers i'll be down there or i'll try to be down there every weekend at least Jeez. one out of the two days okay um except for if things like holidays or things like that fall on and then come winter time i'll take the winter off to train again and that's when we usually take a trip down south for bouldering uh one or two trips so i'll boulder in that time or something right but we live so close to the red in cincinnati that if the weather in the winter time january hits 50 degrees we'll take a day trip so i stay pretty consistent through september to may okay so i'm down i'm down there as much as i can so the reason you know i I like that's an interesting because you spend a lot of time actually outside climbing right. right i mean that's from a climbers but that, that's the dream like if you can be there every weekend that's great the reason i think that's an interesting question is you know why we brought you on is you're real involved in this ninja what's the actual sport ninja warrior is what's the sport i guess american ninja warrior is the tv show okay um now there's a bunch of different leagues but i guess it would just be ninja just ninja in you, itself yeah it sounds really are you a ninja like what are you are you a ninja in the sport of ninja i yeah i guess in an odd way i never really thought about so yeah. we don't know is it on your resume justin it's not on my resume yet you're not a ninja then uh, well actually that would be very ninja see isn't the thing not, yeah see, the thing about the nin- if, if i know you're a ninja you're not a good ninja pretty right much. isn't that the thing yeah so we don't know i know absolutely nothing about this except that it's a sport now so walk us through like what is it <laughs> i don't even like right. what, what do you yeah. what's the sport so 
All we know is a bunch of rock climbers are doing it now. That's right, and rock climbers like are heroin. fantastic yeah. at it. Yeah. I mean, I I remember growing like in high school, we'd just jump off buildings and, you know, like... That's called parkour, parkour right? Yeah, like, parkour. That was like a thing, and then parkour kind of got big, but mm-hmm. then almost instantly nobody cared anymore, and then Ninja just like kind of took its place. Is it glorified parkour, or is it more involved, or... I think it's more involved than being glorified parkour. Um, I mean, it's obviously a TV show. That's why it's getting big now. But there's actual ninja gyms opening up just like climbing gyms. So now we have a whole new era of people going to train for this specific sport. Now, being a TV show, we just surpassed the 11th season. That was the season that I was on. Do they shoot uh, a season a year? Yeah, one season a year. So. Next year would be season twelve. So I mean, of American Ninja War. Yes, American Ninja War. Because it was in Japan. Yeah, for it's a in Japan. I mean, I think they're like on thirty or something. Yeah, because like they all do these weird game shows that are yeah. just ridiculous. But anyways, it started off as I guess being a weird game show. If anybody remembers, like Wipeout or MX. American Gladiator, yeah, anything that. like that. It didn't really take an athlete to actually perform on the show. They would just pick somebody and they would kind of make a fool of themselves. Sure. American Ninja Warrior is evolving to where it actually takes a really good athlete to be elite on the show. Sure. I'm not a really good athlete, but I still made it to the show. The people that are winning and doing well, Mm -hmm. it takes their whole life dedicated in order to do well in training, just like a professional climber would be. And they're They're professional. Yeah, they're professional ninjas. Okay. Um, There's ninjas on there that go to the Las Vegas finals every year that are training that just did the bouldering world cup and that are training for the Olympics and things like that. So, oh, so wow. they're multi-athlete, like multi-sport yeah. athletes. Most of the ninjas that I know are multi-sport athletes. They're mm-hmm. rock climbing and a ninja or gymnast or parkour. And they just kind of evolve into this other sport that is directly related. Sure. Yeah. So, cause we see crossover in climbing, right? It's like, gymnast like chris hampton was a gymnast yep. before he's a rock climber just um or yeah we see that often which is pretty i think it's you know i trained when i was down in tennessee working at gym i i had a couple gymnasts that i trained a a couple of them they try treated as their cross train in the off season or whatever it's good whatever crossover some of them their coaches actually didn't like it because they like i don't know what this is why would you waste time with that but then some of them especially with gymnasts by the time you're like 20 that's like an old gymnast now. And oh, yeah. so it's very right. difficult to continue. By the time you're 16, you're Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. you haven't made it to the Olympics, you're not going to. And as a gymnast, that's really the well, only, like if you're not an Olympic gymnast, you're not really a, a gymnast. So, right, so they, right. they got into climbing because it was like another thing. But now I'm seeing like this ninja stuff, it's almost like the opposite. Like this is a new thing that you can gravitate towards and then keep doing. Is there an age limit to be on the show? So, or it like used to be, to be so American Ninja Warrior up to season, don't quote me directly on this, but I believe We're up gonna to season. We're going to quote you. Yeah, I'm being recorded. recorded. Right so, let's just say season. Let the record show. Yeah, season nine or 10, you had to be 21 in order to be on American Ninja Warrior. Well, since gyms are opening up and they want it to expand their That sounds like a terrible lit. marketing ploy. Right. Like, I'd like <laughs> if you can sign on a dotted line, yeah. you could be in the show. I mean, half the people right. that are into it are like yeah. kids going, that looks so well, cool. Well, so they create a show. So American Ninja Warrior now on season 10 and 11, they drop the age to 19. And okay. these kids are absolutely So you're telling it. me I can go to war for my country but and not, die. But, but not, not be on American Ninja Warrior. 
Right. Not very patriotic. But now there's American Ninja Warrior Jr., which I uh, I think goes to age like 16. So now there's even a gap from you where you're year gap. 15, 16, until you're 19, until you graduate Dang. from the junior show. They want you to go to college. Mainly because <laughs> yeah. if they let these kids on the show, they're gonna they're, they're gonna win. It's just like I watch kids warm up on my projects yeah, outside every ratio, weekend. Like, yeah, it's just they're just even. they're just gonna annihilate the course. So they kind of just give them a few years to train that way when they become taller and fatter. Hopefully. So it's not that they're <laughs> not good enough. Yeah. It's that they're too good comparative to some of the. I believe so. compared to people that are in their mid thirties and mm-hmm. you know. So it's I mean like Ashima who's like climbing but at a young what, age. Wait, what did you call her? What's her name? <laughs> Ashima. Ash- Is it Ashima? Is it Ashima? I think it's. I think a it's Ashima. I think it's Ashima. Whatever. I'm we'll get her my, on the podcast. I'm racist. Clarify. I just can't. Even, Whoa! Apparently, never mind. I just she's can't not going to go on the podcast. <laughs> just say every name how I pronounce it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, when she climbed at a really, really young age, like your fingers are so small that every hold's a good hold. Yeah, it's you just know that's a not to take away. I mean, she was crushing. I mean, she was climbing harder than I ever will ever. So who cares? But is that like a similar thing? It's just the the strength to weight ratio, the the contact strength needed at that age gives you potentially an unfair it gives you potential but at the same time it would kind of be relatable to rock climbing uh they're going to be shorter so depending on the obstacles uh reaches and advantage and things like that yeah the warp ball has to be modified on the kids show because or else no one will be able yeah but there are kids that can actually do a regulation you know adult warp ball Mm -hmm. so i mean just like kids can climb five 14, 15. I mean, not all kids can do it. So, Has I a mean, kid done 515? Uh, I don't think you, well, damn, Justin was like, you should know that. I you should think, know. I, I don't, think, <laughs> no, I was going to say, didn't Ashima climb 515? No, or it got down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, so, that sucks. Right. Yeah. But and maybe a typical not. woman does something first. Of course. And yeah. It's got to get downgraded. So, but, but I don't, I don't yeah. think we have like a youth 15 climber just yet. Um, not yet. Right, I mean, at some yeah, point, yeah, it's it's gonna it'll happen. But yeah, I mean, the obstacles are so it's like in USAC climbing when you have like age divisions. It's more just to have a consistent playing field. Yeah, yeah when because I, of size, less so than when I go to competitions. There's different ninja leagues because not everybody makes it on the show. The show's incredibly hard to get on. I just got really, really lucky my first time trying for the show. So they made these leagues, so, so you could sign up and compete. Can you go back if you've been on the show? Like, is you it- have to apply every year. Oh, you okay. have, I've been told, you have a better chance of getting back on if sure. you've been on and you did well or all right, and you had a good mm-hmm. fan base and things like that. So when you say you got lucky, I mean, is it because you just got lucky, or what? What goes on to getting on the show? So, getting on the show takes a written application or a computer application that's sure. very, very in depth. I mean, they ask you. everything yeah pretty much (laughs) and then you have to submit a three-minute video about yourself um just about you so you seem interesting and i've heard within the first 10 to 15 seconds you have to market yourself oh sure it to be on tv and i mean pitch and i I think there was seventy thousand plus applications for this season and they took 600 for uh per region there were six cities this season and a hundred um, from so each region. A hundred from each region. Okay. But in Cincinnati, where I competed, there was people from Washington, Texas, Maryland, Florida. So the regions are really weird. It's not like you think, oh, they took a hundred people mm-hmm. from the tri-state. No, no they're they literally taking them the from all over. So to be picked one of six hundred out of the seventy thousand, and then be narrowed down to compete here was, I think, very lucky. But so, so just out of cl- like clarify, you could have gotten picked. 
and you would have had to compete somewhere other than Cincinnati? Or would you? I think geographically, since I was, I live in Cincinnati and they were filming in Cincinnati, they wouldn't have done that. Okay. But I do know other people that were set to compete in Baltimore and they ended up being put in Cincinnati hmm. instead of Baltimore. Yeah. So is, is there, you know, I, I like, I don't watch like a lot of the competition shows, but me and my wife are real into like cooking shows. And I've noticed as like some of those seasons go on, like at first, like a uh, top chef. I don't know if anyone watches or master chef. That's one where they find home cooks. Like mm-hmm. first couple, it's just, you made good food, whatever. And as you start to go on, it becomes more about backstory and about marketability. And now it's like right. American Idol was the same at first. It was just like, Oh, you sing. And now it's like, Oh, well you missing all of your limbs and you're raising money for your dog, like, or whatever. And it becomes like this story. Does that go into, you know, is that matter with this kind of stuff or is it still a pretty, you don't want someone to make a fool of themselves on American. It's not right. fun to watch a bad ninja like it is to watch a bad singer. Right. So I know that part gets taken out, but is there a backstory that matters? Absolutely. Um, it's 100% a TV show. Sure. Um, that's why they developed other leagues that anybody can join. Um, they're trying to market it as a TV show. So they have their elite athletes on there that are going to go far that can potentially win. Uh, but by now they've been... They're you, multi-season athletes. What do you get if you win? Um, so if you win, if you beat everything, which a person did this year for really? the first time since he's right. only the second person, yeah. he, won, he won a million dollars. They wrote him a check for a million dollars. There's only been two people now that have done everything. There's only been two winners. There's actually been three people that have done everything. Um, in season seven, uh, there was two people that complete everything, but the faster person won the million dollars, which what he's a rock climber a that lives scheme. in Chattanooga. Oh, really? So, Who is that? Isaac Caldiero. Never heard of him. Yeah, so, he's just a bolder guy that Two lives. winners, but like, Thanks, but man. even then, only three people have completed. Completed it in, on American Ninja Warrior. In the 11 seasons. Yeah, so this had. this past, yeah, so this past year, um, someone beat it and won the million dollars. Jeez. But if you're, if you don't win and you're the last ninja standing and you go as far as you can possibly go without completing everything and having an ultimate victory is what they call it. They get a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So there's a, like penny pennies on the dollar though. There's a lot of, bucks. there's a lot of money. So these guys are making living at training nonstop all year in order to progress on the show because other sponsorships you, and everything associated too. Yeah. I mean, just, so like if you perform really well, someone like, Oh, I'll, I'll sponsor absolutely. you. As an so like climbing, you can be a successful ninja without. Yeah. It, it opens doors to everything. Do you, are you guys familiar with Megan Martin? from a climbing aspect at all. Yeah. She's a top tier ninja athlete on Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Um, she's very good at what she does. And from climbing, she developed into Ninja Warrior. And then from there, she actually has done modeling things. Wow. So, I mean, so it goes as far as that. So there's a lot of all commercials. Her brand and, is bigger yeah. now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it is a, vi- I mean, potentially it could be a viable career path just like climbing or any other sport. Absolutely. If you're smart about it, know what But it doing. goes to your backstory also. Okay. They're not just going to get somebody just that doesn't have any story. And you're that a guy. Yeah. So wanna... what's, what was your story? How'd you get on the show? I got on the show because I submitted a video of me playing with a bunch of animals at a wildlife sanctuary that I've worked at and volunteer at. The Red... Red Wolf Sanctuary. Wolf sanctuary. Okay. Right. My opening clip was me holding a bar dowel on my arm. Okay. And I was introducing myself. You kind of say, hi, my name's Justin Menyard. I'm 25 years old from Cincinnati, Ohio. But 
in that first 10 seconds, it was me holding an owl. So it was kind of captivating. And sure. the next scene immediately after that was me with gray wolves, like, you know, playing and petting them and then talking. I would have gone with the wolves first. Yeah. Well, they're kind of rambunctious. <laughs> yeah, I'm so just joking. I, don't know. I, I want it to. I believe me, I want it to. I but, like owls. I think owls are pretty bad. But it was kind of, I tried to make it as captivating as I could. So that was one thing that I think got me on the show. Because when they showed me on the show, uh, they showed two or three clips of me with the animals um, in between my run. And working in sanctuaries, I mean, that's like everyone loves animals and everyone loves people who work with animals. It's like, oh, I like this guy because he's good with animals, so now I'm going to watch him. Right. And Because at the end, that's what um, they need viewership. So if you're an engaging person, and, and you said they have like the athletes that they that have a high chance of doing well. Like, okay, great. You're going to make it on. Shut up. It's yeah, fine. Basically. But then the vast majority, the mo- most of it is people that they think will encourage people to keep watching. Yeah. They're did just normal. They're just normal to, people. Did your no. proximity to the city have an aspect because like, Oh, well, you're a Cincinnati people. Maybe your people will come and support and therefore, you know, be more engaged. So I definitely think, for it being my first season that I've applied for, for it to land in Cincinnati, that I got lucky in that regard. But the applications for the show were due before they announced the city. They announced the cities two months after the fact. Um, So I I have already applied to the show and did everything before I even know Cincinnati was a factor. That just happened to be, I just got really lucky that it was in my hometown. Um, They tried to take local people, which they took six of us from our gym that I train at here in Cincinnati. How many gyms are in Cincinnati? One. Oh, well, okay. Cool. So was for now. Was there yeah. the was there like a deaf nin, ninja warrior contestant? Yeah, he competed in Cincinnati, which I'm friends with him. Uh, he, but he's he, he's from Chicago. Okay, so not so local, yeah. So but that kind of, this was but, his region to be on okay. because he, this was his third season. So he came down from Chicago in order okay. to be in this. So region. He, but he wasn't a he wasn't a local. No. But but you said there were six others from or five others from your gym. Right. So, okay, so that's backstory. So walk us through, like, what's the comp... Are all the competitions similar courses, or what What goes into a competition other than trying to... F- is it more than just can you finish? So on the show, if you want to talk about that specifically, every there's six cities. Every okay. city has a different qualifying course. The first and last obstacle are the same. So this year you had what was called shrinking steps. Um, You just run across them and grab a rope and you land on the other side. And then the last obstacle is the warped wall where you run up and you hit the buzzer. The other obstacles in between that are different from every city and you don't have a chance to practice them because they're usually new or they switch cities every year. So this year in Cincinnati, we had an obstacle called the wing nuts, which are a popular obstacle on the show right now. But in this region... They've never had wing nuts because they were they were out west last year or something like that. So next year in this region, they might not have wing nuts. They might not have them at all, um, because they're constantly adapting to so make what new are obstacles. Wing nuts, wing nuts actually look like a wing nut bolt. Oh, okay. So yeah, and they swivel, and you just create momentum, and you have to let go, and what's called a lache. So when you throw your body weight through there, yeah. and catch back on. So are you going laterally? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we have them in my gym here in Cincinnati, and a lot of people have them in their gym. So sure. people are training and adapting. So the show has to be one step ahead in sure. order to do that. Okay. But so completion gets you to the next round. If you hit that buzzer, you're automatically going to the next round. 
if you go farther and faster than people, you also get to advance to the next round. Okay. Um, unless you're in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, you have to hit all four buzzers in four order rounds. to... Yeah, if you fall in Las Vegas, you're done. Okay. Damn. Um, and is it this, always in Vegas? Yeah, the okay. national finals are always in Vegas. So, oh, so this is finals. This is yeah. like... I, so you have an area or you have an area qualifier um, and then you have the next night is the city finals. So that determines who goes to wow. the national finals and they're filmed back to back. So out of the 100 athletes or 100 plus athletes and area qualifiers, they take the top 30. So which one were you in? I was in the qualifiers. Okay. I didn't unfortunately make it out of qualifiers, okay. but... It happens because what's hard about Ninja going into that is if you want to relate it to climbing, it's all on-site or flash attempt. Oh, you cool. don't touch yeah. anything until so you, can you they see say the course, go. Though? You can see the course, but mm. you can really you watch other don't. people do it? Yeah, so the people that are in the beginning of the show, I mean, they're they just... smoked. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're towards more the end of the show, you can kind of get beta and things is like that. Is there been... I mean, I, I understand the logic of watching someone climb a route and be like, oh, that's how you do it. I mean, does that translate to, oh, I saw how he jumped from the wing nuts. Does Can you go, oh, that's a good idea. I can try that. I mean, is it that visually obvious or is it... Absolutely. Okay. I mean, there's certain obstacles which... You do, and there's just one way to do it, and mm -hmm. you just do yeah. it. Like but the there, warped wall, like yeah. you just got to do it. Yeah, and there's other things where people will break beta just like climbing Can routes. You break so like yeah, it's and it's not designed to be done that way, but you and people and people do it. So, wow. but you have to adapt that to your own body and capabilities. There's some things that people do on the show, and there's like there's no way I can do that. And then I look at other people that do something. I'm like, okay, I can do that more efficiently. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, wow. So it's the same mentality as climbing. You have to go in with a plan. You have to create your own beta. If you're trying to send the course or the route from without touching it, you have to visually kind of say, okay, get, this is what I'm you doing. You don't get previous beta because you don't know what the course is going to be until you're there. Right? Until you're there. Yeah. So, I had no idea what Cincinnati's course looked like until I showed up and they went over the, like the rules with us and things like that. Well, how do you, how do you train then? For, do you just have a gym with just a bunch of things? Basically. So that's what's really hard about the show is it's constantly evolving and changing. So in the gym, you set, we set up things differently every week. So you practice, you practice your upper body, you practice your awareness, you practice balance and agility. That way, when you get in a situation like on the show, you can readily adapt to anything. Okay. But again, you're on flash attempts, so but it's you don't hard. want to waste a whole bunch of time practicing wing nuts if yeah, and then it might not even be on the on your area or the show. So you've got to like train that. more broad spectrum versus yeah. hyper. Specific. So you can apply if all you have is the obstacle like the wing nuts in your gym. Mm -hmm. You can apply that motion and that concept to an obstacle that might be similar. So yeah. just throwing your body through the air and awareness and you know hand-eye coordination and when to grab on and things like that going into the course was there an obstacle that you were fearful of like one something that you're not good at yeah the obstacle that i failed on what was that um so the obstacle that i failed is a balance obstacle okay i'm a climber if i can grab it i generally don't let go and if it has to do with upper body i'm pretty oh, solid sure. there i'm confident balance and agility on the other hand is something that you know i haven't trained sure my whole life for the parkour guys are really good at it mm -hmm. um but in Cincinnati, there was these big spinning, like egg-shaped balls, and they're suspended uh, from cables. Oh, so wow. they sway back and forth, uh, forward and back, side to side, and then they spin forward and backwards. 
and then they're already spinning or they know they're stationary they're stationary so if you touch them the wrong way which i did Mm -hmm. um how many are in a row so there was two up one down one up and one down so as so also with them swaying and spinning if you touch them uh, you actually have to lift your feet up. You're not just running in a straight sure. line. Uh, you could just you let just, momentum carry. Yeah, yeah. just shot Yeah, in. so most balance obstacles on the show or in leagues and things like that, you you just kind of keep your chest up, put your head down, and you just haul. Right. Yeah. You just go. You just try and skip as many as you can. Or right. So, so yeah, so I was definitely nervous because I was looking at everything else. Everything else was upper body on the course besides that. That was right in the middle of the course, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I just have to – focus and get so through before it before you take us there can you tell us which obstacles you did complete that got you there so on the on your run so i did the shrinking steps okay um, is that just like they get smaller as you yeah so they get smaller so the first one's probably like i don't know 14 inches by 14 inches and then the last one um you can just put probably just your foot on and then you jump and about they're all six on the feet. straight line they're all in a straight line descending so, um, ascending. Uh, so okay. you go, yeah. So oh, you go so they up. get smaller as you go up. Yeah. So okay. you actually have to step up. You have to stay in a straight line, which is a little bit harder than like stagger stepping because you have to be front, you sure. know, foot right in front of each other. And then you make a six foot jump to a rope and then swing to the platform, which okay. is over water. So it's, uh, it, it sounds to me like when you said steps, I'm like, okay, that's not that difficult, but it's a little more involved. Than I've this. actually, yeah, I actually watched a lot of people fall in that obstacle. I made it through pretty easily. Um, I just didn't think about it. I just focused on sure. doing it, but I actually saw a lot of people fall off of them, which made me nervous before my run, which made me nervous. Right. I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't want to overlook it. Um, and then once I got through that, there was what's called a ring swing. So you climb up on this platform, it's a ring on a chain and okay. you swing. And then when, right when you get to your apex of your swing, you have to throw your body weight and momentum and hook that ring on a hook. Oh, and then you shit. reach back behind you There's and you another grab another one. ring, which is on a hook, and you have to undo the ring. So you have to jump your body weight up oh, again. Like Tarzan. Yep. Yeah. And then you swing and dismount to the platform. Oh, wow. And then there was the, it's called the spinning bridge. Okay. So you don't get a very big run up. So it's not like I have. You can't just build up momentum. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of momentum. You almost have to generate power from a standstill. I actually made it to the last ball. I saw the platform coming towards me as i was falling sure uh but i think my foot hit too far on one of the balls which or or behind the ball so it spun backwards which made me go forward and i was just you know scrambling which goes to experience i just hit my year mark oh wow in september for training for ninja warrior okay so i have a lot of you know growth to go with it so that's why i was excited to just be on the show yeah but i mean there was a there was a couple athletes that went out where i did that have never fallen on a city or an area qualifier Oh well, that's... in all the seasons that they've been on. Um, one is an elite climber. Um, his name is Ian Dory. He is, I've, I know the name he's climbed. He climbed wheel life yeah. boulder, like V 15 or something. No, I mean, soft as shit. Yeah. That's super Rocky soft. Mountain. That thing is I mean, soft. we have V 17 now. Yeah. No wheel of life is really soft. It's out in Rocky mountain. It's, uh, kind, of, it's kind of a choss pile. It's actually V 12. Yeah. Did yeah, you do I it? I wish I could climb V 12. Yeah. I one hung it. <laughs> one, <laughs> one it is a long boulder problem though yeah, but regardless he's never fallen in 10 years and he fell where i did so geez. it just goes to show that no matter your level sure. things happen if you're on flash attempt his foot was off just like mine was just i mean a so centimeter there's not like i don't know what you call like it's not necessarily like a legacy advantage like you've done a bunch although that has experience there's right. also like 
little tight. There's not much forgiveness. So, it sounds like in a lot of these. So the two guys that finished in uh, season seven, the, they both finished all four stages, but one guy was faster, like so I talked won, about yeah. before. They actually both fell on a balance obstacle where I did. So somebody that was fully capable of winning, winning the, the whole, whole show, show and yeah. somebody who did win the million dollars Still. fell in the same spot. That, so this it's, year? Is that what you're um, One of the guys was this year, yes. Wow. Jeez. Um, so it's really humbling in that regard to where you look at these athletes and you look up to them and things happen. Sure. You so know like, what I mean? It wouldn't have been inconceivable if you had made it through the bridge, spinning bridge. Right. Like, you could have beaten like one of the best ninja athletes in the world. Right. But it's just, not that you're, just that night. Right, yeah, it's not that you were better. Right. It's that you messed up less. Right, absolutely. So it's not like a lot of the climbing comps were like. I know a lot of the comps. You have multiple routes. Like you don't have to be the best at this one. It's more like an average grade, and that's as long as you're consistently good, then you're fine. This is like you get a shot, whatever happens, and it's not a red point comp. Like you get points, but no, you successfully do it or you don't. Right make it any farther and i mean there's been there's been upsets like that obviously every year which mm -hmm. makes for good or bad tv however you want to look at it you have people's favorite athletes that go out there that you want to see win and then they just fall down and Who that's was it the really short female i think she was a gymnast but she was i love how tyler comes on the show he's like i have no idea about the show <laughs> and I heard he, it was he, super popular in japan who's this like really short gymnast and she transferred to wwe which we talked about What's opening WWE? avenues or yeah. re oh, wrestling oh wrestling her name oh, is sick. uh casey catanzaro right, she was like, the first woman i don't up know the any, i really don't i just know like that got a lot of mainstream that, media attention. it did because she was the first woman to succeed or go the farthest as she did and she did a couple more seasons and yeah. now she's a professional wrestler or probably making buku bucks yeah probably more than one she did on america right. yeah because you gotta so, win to make that yeah so, so i mean i mean it if you do well and you gain popularity and things like that i mean it just opens so many doors so what so you fell on the third obstacle of the of the race is it called a race what's it called uh, a trial a course? a course it's just a course, a course. yeah okay. it's not yeah is the qualifier timed the qualifier is timed uh but there's no time limit. The only reason why it's timed is if you don't finish the course, they break. take the farthest, the fastest. Okay. Sure. So but like, is there ever in the finals, do you have a time limit? So, or is it just who, like your time just so they know as a tiebreaker? So stage one and two in Vegas, there's four stages. Stage one and two are timed. You have a time limit in order to get through the whole thing. Mm. And there's actually been people on stage one, there's a big out. cargo net. Yeah. They're climbing and they see the buzzer five feet away from them and they time out and they're done. That's it. They didn't fall. Are they, but so they done. don't count that? They don't count it. So wow. you have to uh, surpass that time. Stage three is incredibly hard. Um, obviously, to get to stage four, not a lot of people have made it through stage three. But that's wow. where rock climbers succeed because it's all endurance and upper body based. Wow. There's no time limit on that because it's so hard. It's to so finish. hard. But they still take time because they Tie take breakers. farthest to fastest for the last person standing. Mm -hmm. And then there's a rope climb for stage four that is time. You have to climb. 70 feet and 30 seconds and hit the buzzer Jeez. so this year the guy actually hit the buzzer with two seconds left and the other guy that made it the stage four timed out on his rope climb oh wow that so sucks. he actually he made it the stage four but he actually didn't complete it yeah 
Technically, so, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you can make it that far and then completely just the show sounds hard as fuck. Right. So you and you <laughs> that's keep, where it's evolved to. It's evolved to you, where you have to be. You keep saying like athlete. climbers have the. It's like when we talk about like I was just having this conversation with my wife. I was like, man, if I, if it was the nineties, I'd be a pro climber. <laughs> like, right. right? But it was, now it's like 2019. We're like, fuck! I gotta climb 515C to be a pro climber. This sucks. Yeah, like I know. <laughs> I I remember like. 512 being part of the conversation and now be like i'm finally at 512 and i'm like welcome to 510 yeah big fucking work dude <laughs> yeah. okay so you can climb i don't know yeah. so you but you keep mentioning like rock climbers have this advantage but you briefly said like sometimes the other advantages from other trade like what so like gymnasts have a really good advantage at just strength yeah. i mean i like have contact strength and lock off and that kind of yeah thing. just just all around body strength they're just incredible at you know holding up their own body weight sure. you know awareness of flexibility throwing themselves through the air parkour or free runner athletes are really good at balancing and running across things where i would hesitate and kind of go slow they just kind of bound through it and do a front flip out the back of it and then they go yeah. on um so each you know discipline each discipline has has an advantage i feel that i progressed really fast when i went to the ninja gym because I was a climber. Um, a lot of it a are different pace. holds. Yeah. Like I said, if I could grab it, I could hold on. Yeah. So I kind of had to train, you know, jumping on things that spin underneath my feet or things like sure. that, um, that I wasn't really aware of. It's as climbers, you know, it takes a long time to develop the contact strength and, sure. you know, having endurance and things like that. I already started, you know, Ninja with that base. So sure. it helped me out a lot. Is there, um, if there is there a single discipline that like over the course of the entire competition might have a slight advantage over other disciplines or is it every stage has different things i know like cuz i know by the later stages there's a lot of like rope climbing and like wall stemming like which seems so obviously rock climber to me it's in my personal opinion it's all rock climbing except stage 1 because okay. it is timed, it's fairly fast. Sure. Those guys that have a lot of speed do really well. Um, it's not as much upper body as stage two or three. Okay. But at the same time, it's much easier when you have that base, that grip strength and things like that to just develop and train for being fast and having agility and things like that. So those guys that are doing really well already rock climb really solid and have that base and they just train to be really fast too. so that there is that crossover like i said i i get calls from parents who are like hey my kids into ninja warrior can they do that there mm -hmm. and i'm like we have a pegboard yeah i was like yeah we, <laughs> and they don't even do they just stem their feet against right it. They don't right even really do the peg stuff right but they see that they want to come um so is there that high of a rock climber base in this sport that it is that that seems like not an obvious transition to me like when i get calls i'm like why are you we're a rock climbing gym why would you think that's it's the same but i've gotten enough of them i'm like it must be some crossover yeah so i'm the only rock climber at my ninja gym here in cincinnati okay um other people rock climb leisurely you know they sure. go and train but they usually when i can do things they it kind of like I don't know. I don't know what they call it. They're like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm just like, well, go rock climbing. 
So it's the same on the sure. show. People fail an obstacle and you'll follow different athletes and things like that on Instagram or whatever social media and they don't rock climb at all and they go to these rock climbing gyms and they're busting out V7, 8 boulder problems just from having that natural strength and ability and they really don't know what they're doing. So they end up training rock climbing and bouldering and things like that just in order to develop an endurance and contact strength to hold on. So they're not really getting into rock climbing like what we do. You know, we it's really a cross trainer. Yeah, it's a cross train. We really like going outside and trying to project routes and things like that and traveling and going different places. A lot of what I see from people that are doing ninja that come to rock climbing gym is just for solely training mm -hmm. for ninja itself. So do you cross train with climbing or to be better at ninja or do you do ninja but you're a rock climber i do ninja but i'm a rock climber is um, that a disadvantage for being a successful ninja athlete i don't think so because like i said i have i feel confident in the base that i have okay to where i know i'm confident if i can grab it i can hold on type thing you know that you slip off things happen but i'm confident in my upper body strength and my contact strength to where i can do I can do well on different courses and things like that. So it doesn't involve a, like a hot, I, I get questions all the time about being a good rock climber. And I'm like, how often are you climbing? Uh, once a week. Well, there's your first problem. You know, one of my questions for people who want to climb hard is if you had to give, if give up everything but one thing, what would it be? Right. And if the answer is not rock climbing, then like these elite athletes, they don't even like rock climbing anymore. It's that they don't know anything else. They like, don't. Yeah, they don't know what else to do. It's not about it having fun. It's about that's the way their brain works and they're going to do it. Is Ninja similar or is it a little more open-ended as far as what you can excel I, at? I think it's open-ended um, from the fact that I had to give up training for rock climbing to also train for ninja. So that limited my time at rock quest training inside sure. and things, but I didn't see regression at all in my rock climbing because as I was training endurance at rock quest, you know, doing laps and hangboarding and things like that, I was training power at the ninja gym because everything okay. was grabbing something and pulling your body or throwing your whole body weight as like a very dynamic movement. So at the same time, I would go back to rock climbing or go outside, and those movements were pretty easy for me because while I wasn't climbing, I was still training. And your contact strength yeah. wasn't. Yeah, I was still training for that. And it's different also. I mean, there's a lot of obstacle course racers like OCR people that do Spartan races and things like that. What's they, OCR? Ob obstacle, obstacle course, course race. race. Okay. They come to the ninja gym in order to train for that. Because there's a lot of rig systems where you swing on rings after running, I don't know, five miles, and then you have to do obstacle courses, and so then you continue training running. training helps as a cross trainer. Right. And there's people that do CrossFit, and they come in there and do different things. So, like, the Ninja Gym and Ninja in itself, unless you want to devote a lot of time to going to competitions and things, really is just a fun way that, you know, you can... Stay get, active. Yeah, you can stay active. You can get strong. You can become a stronger rock climber if you do it. You can become a better... Um, obstacle course racer you can become a better gymnast you can become a better parkour athlete it just opens different avenues to just maintain that skill or Jeez. even do something different and you so. said there's gyms now so there's a, is there a gym in cincinnati yeah there's a gym right off five minutes from rock quest right really right now and yep. you've got people you just get a membership and yeah i have a membership and i just i go every tuesday night and do you i mean are so there do you go that's this is what i'm curious about so What's your training regimen for Ninja? Like, how many days are you going to the rock climbing gym? How many days are you going there? Are you so, going to the regular gym? What's it like? Yeah, so when I got the call to be on the show, um, 
you know, I dedicated a lot of time to getting ready for it, so to say. Um, at that time, I was going to a normal normal gym, lifting gym or whatnot. A civilian gym? Civilian gym, yes. Civilian. <laughs> not I don't, a ninja, I don't, not I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know just what to call gym, it. Just a gym gym, like a boring gym I have for you. three gym memberships. It's really annoying. Wow. Dude, Justin's um, making that money. Yeah, no, they're, they're all like is, ten bucks. <laughs> Ninja is lucrative. Um, so Monday and Wednesday, I work opposing muscles because you're constantly pooling and yeah. ninja and rock climbing. So I do a lot of like pushing Pressing motions and, and yeah. leg things and things like that. Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, I went. I go to the ninja gym. Thursday, I train at Rock Quest. Friday, I take the day off because in that time, I was either doing a ninja competition for a league. Or I was going to the Red River Gorge and climbing outside, which to me was enough training. So really, I was only getting one or two days off, which would have been like a Sunday and a Friday every week. So Just, even though you were training for Ninja, you were still climbing like three days a week. Yeah, I was still climbing okay. a lot. And I was and that's kind of like your Ninja training. Yeah, and okay. I was still training for climbing. I still had, I had two different goals with the same, I guess, one goal in mind just to be stronger and no matter what i was doing okay. so if i went to a competition my goal that day was to obviously do my best but then you know set a goal for myself hey i want to be top 10 and okay. i set that goal and then i might end up placing podium i've placed mm -hmm. first and second and third in competitions before or if i go outside rock climbing in that same time frame that i was training for the show i'd say hey i really want to do this route today just a day project and I would try to meet that objective because just even if I'm working out in the gym, I'm still training to be a better climber. I know a lot of guys that just go to the climbing gym and they climb four days a week and they don't realize why they're not a better climber because that's all sure. they do. They're just climbing. They're just climbing. They're but, not. But you're being specific in what you're working and right because you want to be better at you want this. to be a better overall. Yeah. Right? You, know, you want just, to be a better ninja, better climber, yeah, healthier. Healthier, better. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to wake up. A better up. version of yourself. Right. So, I mean, all of that takes dedication towards different goals, different avenues, but with the same end result. So, did you, did you meet your goal for ninja, climbing, physical? When was the ninja show, by the way? When uh, was that? When did you compete? It was Memorial Day weekend. So, so May. It was, so, okay. the end of May. Which they started filming in LA was the first city. That was in like March. Jeez. We were the last city before Las Vegas, which I ended up going to Las Vegas. Um, Just to like to test. watch it. And I, I was actually contacted by whoever contacts people, the producers, um, to be a national finals tester. Nice. Um, oh, so like you went through the course just to... I tested like different obstacles and things like that um, out there. So I actually got to put hands on the national finals course. I don't know how they picked their people. Sure. I didn't know if they were like... Hey, we know things. They felt bad for yeah, you, probably. Yeah. Hey, things didn't joking. turn out. You could have done better. Uh, but there was some people that didn't get contacted sure. uh, that I have that I'm friends with and things like that. So I felt good about that because I didn't do as well as I wanted to. But I got this amazing opportunity. And to that Las can't Vegas. just be like a random. They just draw people. I mean, it yeah, has to be was, more involved. So yeah, you were there was some qualification that you met yeah. to be able to. So that is a re, a I resume it, builder. I call it white privilege. White privilege. Sure. <laughs> So how many, how diverse was your, your L Las Vegas trip? As far as because I don't uh, know. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so did you, were you, I mean, so during your time in your training and you know, you're, it sounds like you're training up to get to the show, right? Like yeah. that's what you're doing. All these like local 
courses yeah, local, or whatever. Like local ninja leagues and competitions. There's some people that don't so even want to be on the show. Does that help you get on the show? Or it is has that... nothing to do with the show. The show is oh, wow. a separate do you make entity. Do you win money or anything? I, uh, At like local comps and stuff? Yeah, like yeah. Local yeah. Comps. I actually won, was it like $150 with, Dude, in three up. minutes? Because wow. I won first place, my nice. my time limit was like three. So it doesn't sound like oh wait, three minutes. That's three a lot minutes, of money. Yeah, one hundred fifty bucks in three yeah. minutes. So it's a yeah. little less than what I'm. And I've won like, uh, like a hold, like a rock climbing hold. Atomic holds are oh, huge nice. sponsors of ninja events oh, because wow. really, yeah. So they make the same the hanging holds. Yeah, right? the same hanging holds that you would yeah. train on for rock climbing or whatnot and do mm-hmm. hangs. You just adapt them to ninja and oh. people swing from them and things yeah. like that. So so, um, and then you got your was your goal to get on the show or was your goal to like win the show like what came first my goal was just to get on the show because so i've watched 10 seasons growing up i've always been a fan of the show so i actually followed it Mm. and i liked it and i was like every year i'd be like oh i could do that or i can i could do people tell you you could do it yeah i get people i mean i know i can't do the show but like if you rock climb yeah the, that's generally like, a thing are yeah. you a civilians ninja? you, you work ninja? with i work with civilians and they'd be like civilians. you should do that show hey, michael did you uh ever, have you ever heard of american ninja warrior you know like, the yeah wh- chad i have chad. what do you want to tell me well i hear rock climbers always win you should try it i'm like no chad <laughs> Like drinking IPAs. Like I can't get on that show. Do you know how often I go to Dewey's? Okay. Yeah, I eat a lot of pizza. Yeah, yeah. that was hard. I, I actually, for the first time in my life, actually like nutrition, focused on the gym. I oh, actually wow. lost like 10 pounds on my frame, which was kind of a lot. But, sure. you know, I gained does, that. Does it matter that much? I mean, I know at the one, I even had the conversation. Ratio. Right. I know yeah. I had the conversation today. Someone's like, what would it take to get to 513? And I was like, well, before I talk about training, what do you eat and drink on a regular basis? Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, there's your question. That's not, and I actually eat, I actually eat pretty healthy to maintain my size because at one time I actually weighed like 185 before I got active. Oh my God. Yeah, which is about where I'm sitting. It's kind of chunky on my frame, but now <laughs> sure. I'm 155. What are you and, trying to say? God damn, it's but, my dream weight, dude. Yeah. But to get my that My red extra point mile, weight is 185. Really? But well, no. you're tall. I'm not tall. You're like 6'3". I wish. They don't know that. Yeah. I can dunk. <laughs> what up? I'm just kidding. All the weights in his calf muscles. Have I you seen his calves? big ass legs. That's my problem. I what? need to lose the weight in my legs. What's an ass leg? So you don't want to know, dude. <laughs> Ask your wife. She'll tell you. It's kind of like a cankle. It's just yeah. go straight Ooh, down. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm really into cankles, actually. That's kind of my thing. It works. I didn't know until I saw my first cankle. I was like, yeah, God, God dang, that girl. Works. Does that your back that thing up? thick. <laughs> yeah. Does your wife have cankles? God <laughs> bless it. Yeah. That and... She doesn't <laughs> listen to the... Our wives don't listen to the podcast. So. We can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> Till they we're, listen to this we're, one. We're in the man cave. I mean, the studio. Yeah, the studio. So, but yeah, so you said you like, you know, you you take nutrition seriously now and that, that does definitely... Is it... I mean, I know with rock climbing, you can get a, up to a certain grade. You can kind of make allowances and this and that and whatever. But at that level of, is there not a lot of flexibility with, quote unquote, letting yourself go? I mean, if do you have, is there like a regimented, recommended dietary, like, does he get that involved? I guess is what I'm trying to say. I made it that involved for myself. Okay. Most of the other athletes that I see that do well, do the same for them. There's mm. all different shapes and sizes that go into that sport, sure. just like climbing. But 
pretty much everybody that's there is to be a better version of themselves and do the best that they can do. And that's what it takes. If I would just say, screw it and eat a large you know, Dewey's pizza they before training abs. Yeah. They have <laughs> abs and I do not have abs yeah, sure. because I haven't been training for the sure. last five years of my life, yeah. but I took it to that next level because I could feel the difference. Okay. And after that show, I mean, literally there's a pies and pints on the corner of second street where filming was. Mm. As soon as I found out that I didn't advance, I was over there and I crushed like a large pizza with Damn. my parents and things like Eat that. Eat your yeah. pain away. Kids. Yeah. It was, it was immediate. Yeah. So, um, which I'm not doing currently because I have nothing to look forward to besides fall rock climbing season. And I typically perform yeah. all right with not being 10 pounds lighter than I am. So now. Right. now that how, when's the next ninja show? When can you try to be on the show again? So they're actually last week or two weeks ago, the season finale just aired. So okay. they announced the winner, which that was Sweet. filmed back in Has June. a woman won or has it always been a man? No, it's always been a man. Fucking uh, pigs. Yeah. Bullshit. And women, as soon as they do, they're going to downgrade. Wait. I don't, well, no. So the women the are on the same course, though. Yeah, dude, that's the way it should be. Women, are, that's yeah, there's awesome. not. So that's the way only, it should be. The only thing that women oh. have an advantage over is city, They've, city uh, qualifiers and finals. Is they take like the top two women because sometimes they'll rank, sure. rank below. There's less women who go. There's less women that compete. Yeah, but at the same time, some of the women rank. Higher than men. Like in the top five, way over the so. men. So it just depends on the actual sure. athlete in the course. So, But yeah, there's there's been women that have made it fairly far in the show. But Are so, there... I know, I mean, you can talk about physical differences and blah, blah, blah. And are there... With climbing, there's certain inherent advantages if you want to use that language, which mm-hmm. I know is a hotly debated topic still. But a lot of these... these uh, the, the ninja courses I see, they don't seem to have... Because strength to weight ratio is a little more important than just straight power and balance is a little bit more important than just speed and like all these things, is it a little more even playing field and you just don't have as many women, successful women competitors because there just aren't as many women competing or is there an inherent advantage slash disadvantage depending there's definitely more men competing, but sure. as the show advances, there's more, more women, women are getting interested. getting interested. But at the same time, I see a lot of uh, friends and acquaintances that have a disadvantage because their height. You know, woman is only five foot tall. You know, the average height for a male is, you, you want to say, five, eight, five, nine. Sometimes you can make those leaps or reaches, but and they have to throw themselves twice as far, twice or as they'll hard, just and try, twice hard, um, execute more. So power. like the vertical wall or inverted yeah, so wall, the warp is wall is harder if you're short, really hard. Yeah, so, because they don't make it shorter for yeah. shorter people. So when the first woman made the warp wall, that was a huge deal. Really, because women have made it that far, but they couldn't execute. So they like execute that was obstacle. was how was that? You know, when Margot got the first female fifteen ascent, everyone's like, whoa ceiling shattered boundaries broken was it a similarly celebrated so kind of thing or i think recently i just saw something on ninja warriors facebook or whatnot that said the most viewed ninja run out of all 11 seasons despite people winning was the first woman up the warp wall no shit and then another one was the first woman to clear uh stage one or something like that or like that uh, yeah do a city finals whenever a woman would complete and make history, whether it's a qualifying course, city finals, or a Vegas course, it's the most viewed thing across the board because everybody's interested in it because 
I don't know why, but when we just a like, woman accomplishes we like things that yeah. haven't been done before. Right. You're and, tiptoeing across a very thin line, Justin. Be careful <laughs> what you're about to say. I mean, they're they're way stronger than I'll ever be in my entire life. So, but so, but so, I mean, so similar, like you know, in the way that ev- the world paid attention when Margot got La Rambla because that was a big deal. Yeah. The first female finishing. Who, who got what? What what happened? Margot got. La Rambla? What's I thought that? he said La Bamba. I love Bamba. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you got me scared. I'm like, did I say another name wrong? And did- <laughs> uh, it's actually Marge. It's Marge. And it's <laughs> Margie. It's La Rambo, so shut up. But it's a better know, name. <laughs> La Rambo. But so like but like I said, the world paid attention and you're saying like when whoever beat the first round or whatever that was, like more people paid yeah. attention and so this year on season 11 in cincinnati history was made for women again because the second and the third woman finished a city finals course only one other woman in the sport has done that and two did it in cincinnati this wow. year wow so they who made a big do you deal know who that other show. woman was say what who was a woman who so so uh, for women they they just now started finishing the the city finals yeah, like they didn't in the past. So there's all there's only been there's only been three people to finish a city finals, but they would still go to Vegas because they would progress. They're the top farthest, fastest, or they're the top female. Depend wherever you want to. Do put men that. typically finish the finals? Um, the, not the city not finals. Typically. Okay, it's really hard to say typically because sure. so things happen. Is there a similar ratio then, like the men who enter versus finish, women who enter versus fin- is typically men it, finish. Over top uh, of the there's, a yeah. there's a higher ratio just percentage of because i mean sheer yeah. volume at that point you're gonna get yeah but but you're saying those boundaries are slowly breaking down now because right. more notice means more females go oh that seems like a sport that i want to do which means more gyms open up which means more people do it yep. which means more women yep. do it you know so it, it's it's a self-sustaining you know kind of system at that point right that's so, crazy um you know we're on the cusp of climbing season at least down at the red river gorge are you gonna make like more of a focus for climbing right now, or yeah. is it still okay? So, what happened last year? Just because I've only been into it for a year, sure. Um, I really didn't compete in any leagues or anything like that. But then I found out that a lot of them happen over winter time. So I'm like, cool. That's perfect. I'll train for climbing. Climb in the fall. Uh, the show had a lot of attention going into the spring, so I climbed throughout the spring, but also training heavily for the show when I found. Yeah, out and you don't want to get injured, right? right. So I mean. So coming into this year, having more, I guess, a year's worth of experience, I'm going to dedicate my fall to climbing. There is a competition that's coming up at my gym. I'm going to compete in it to show support because it's my local gym. Uh, But come, you know, December, January, when it's starting to get too cold, I'll start, you know, traveling to different cities that are close enough to drive to and maybe Mm -hmm. compete a little and things like that. But So so competing, though, at at a local comp doesn't get you anywhere near the show it just it's more experience for you yep okay nothing to do with it but these ninja leagues put up money too and some of them put up some of them put up big money sure what's big what's big money i don't know like 20 grand damn that's big money some yeah some of (laughs) them are like hundreds some are thousands let the record show 20 grand is big money for running around like an idiot yeah Yeah. that's big and but you're so the the seasons kind of support them so, so you can they don't coincide as easily. You can focus on a season of climbing and then get through that and then focus on a season yeah. of... Yeah, for, for me personally, just because of where we are 
geographically being in cincinnati you know i have a fall season and a spring season people that live in colorado you know all year round baby uh, it might be harder to the train for ninja. both things yeah both things and usually they do one or the other um, but just you're in a great location so if you're trying to excel at both you got to move to cincinnati like yeah so okay uh, and because of the nature you said this earlier but because of the nature of both sports like you're not losing a lot of ninja training by climbing and you're not losing a lot of climbing by training for ninja. You can right. Which I thought I was, you know, I, I kind of bit the bullet because it was something that I always wanted to do. And I'm like, okay, my climbing might regress a little bit, mm -hmm. but Hey, sure. I'm going to be on this TV show and I'm going to train for it. What did your like climber friends think when they were like, why is Justin not going to the climbing gym on Tuesday? Was anybody like, did you're going to suck at rock? Like, I'm just saying, was there any negative? Cause I mean, the I'm just curious. No, I didn't, good. I didn't hear any negative. Everybody was really supportive because they knew once I said that I was going to do it and I found a gym, they were like, we'll and I it. was like, Hey, this is the only <laughs> time that I can. And they're like, sweet, go do it. Yeah. And because I was still climbing with them on the weekends too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I only saw them Tuesday, Thursday. That was it. You know, we sure. actually go outside and climb. Um, so, and a couple people made comments, uh, when I started climbing in the spring season because, you know, I trained all winter they were like, you're not climbing like yourself. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you're, you're jumping from hold to hold like you're on an obstacle course. <laughs> no, literally that was almost verbatim like what, what somebody like. said. So I had to actually learn mid-spring season how to separate those two sports. Because wow. I climb, I climb You're very, overly dynamic now. Yeah, and I climb very static and I lock off really hard and I make high clips. But then Ninja, I'm very dynamic and I'll just jump and I'll try mm -hmm. to hurl myself through the air as hard as I can. So when I started climbing, I was just like grabbing these jugs and I'm just like pulling down really hard and really fast. And I'm like, that's not how I climb. Sure. So I had to, which I'm fine now when somebody brought that to me. It's a attention. learning process. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, once they said that, I was like, wow, yeah, I suck. So because I wasn't, I sure. wasn't climbing at my potential and I couldn't send anything because I was getting too pumped. Yeah. Sure. So that was a weird learning curve, but I got past it pretty fast because... So do you think um, getting better at rock climbing could just make you a better ninja? I think so because, again, training contact strength or anything like that, mm -hmm. holds in the ninja world are constantly changing and having new things, just like rock climbing holds inside. You know, they have a new cast or what, however sure. they make them. And, I mean, they come from pinching something to grabbing, you know, like a nunchuck style to sure. crimping or anything like that. So just having that contact strength and that base helps tremendously. Because there's slopers and there's cramps sure, and there's yeah, yeah, pitches yeah. and the ninja thing too. Wow. And so now this, I mean, like I got to say when, when again, I get these phone calls or I start saying it's on the, like this seems like it seemed very much a current fad that like I said, free running for a second was like, check out this free running video. Blah, blah, blah. It's sponsored still, by Red Bull. Yeah. And the, <laughs> right. And then it's ne next thing, you know, like I know people still do the parkour and the free running and stuff, but like, it's not really, you know, what was it like the office episode? Like hardcore parkour. Like that was funny. Probably the best episode. And ever. that right. got people interested. And then, but then next thing you know, we're done. It's over. Right. Is, you know, Ninja, you said 11 seasons now. Yeah. And it, gyms are opening up. I mean, is it gaining momentum or is there going to be a point when it's like, okay, that was fun. What's the next thing? I think the show's not going to be forever. Sure. It's a TV show. They're going into their... I don't know, Survivor's on season like 30. True, true. <laughs> I would be on Survivor in a heartbeat. That's like it, the it best fun. reality show, period. So, But they're going, they got approved for season 12. They're okay. an what NBC, network is it on? I don't even, uh, NBC. Okay. Is so, that a big one? Or is that NBC? A, yeah. It's okay. pretty big. 
I think they have like the voice boom, and American boom, Idol boom. and all that stuff. Mm. But they're Emmy nominated, so they have some. It's traction. not on Netflix. I don't fucking know what oh, it is. Oh, so they uh, Emmy nominated. Like, so it's actually taken seriously. It's not like a dumb. Oh, what was it like? Slam Ball or whatever that. Right. Dude, Slam yeah. Ball was sick. <laughs> dude. On, you shut your whore mouth. You can watch American Ninja Warrior on ESPN eight. The Ocho. <laughs> you can watch Spike Ball. Spike, on Spike, I've seen Spike Ball. <laughs> I'm waiting for Can Jam to make it big. Then I'm going pro, kids. What else is there? Spaceballs or something like Space that? Spaceball. But so, but, but it's, yeah, there, it's, it's like ESPN show. one, not not ESPN eight. The Ocho, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so it is it actually still has taken, traction. It has viewership. So, and then now. these leagues are popping up now. So there's local. Are there national circuits? There's international circuits. Really? So. Oh, dude, there needs to be an, an international Ninja Warrior. Which, That's next. Well, they do USA versus the world. So Sean McCall, if you're familiar with him, he's uh, on the show. He he competed for Canada and he actually did surprisingly not, but he did very 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 well. Like oh wow, better than a he's lot of so people. He's so fucking strong. Uh, Mag- D15. What's his name? Magnus. Magnus. I don't know. Uh, Mateo. Yeah. I don't know. He competed on <laughs> USA versus the world. He was in Cincinnati. He's fam- He's climbed five fifteen, but he's famous for a one arm muscle up, which yeah, I can't even comprehend. But yeah, wait. So. I don't think he's done five fifteen. I think he's only done nine A. I don't know. Well, eh, we'll get him on the but podcast. He did a, we'll close enough. He did a one arm muscle up, but that's pretty yeah. fucking hard. So yeah. But anyway, yeah. There's international leagues and things like that that you can compete in. You can you can go up and sign for this or sign up for this competition that's coming up in Cincinnati in no, three we, weeks, no, we and can. you can no. compete. We no, we, we cannot can. do that. So <laughs> you could. It'd be awesome. so. One thing I did hear was they let people on the show if they like camp out. So there historically there was a walk on section. So you have to be picked. You have you get, you know, the call. And that's from the wow. producer that says, Hey, you've been accepted, you're on the show. Sure. That's what you got. I got the call. Okay. Yeah, you the, didn't see you the video. That, kids? The, he got the you call. You were at Rock Quest when you got the call. I actually was at Rock Quest. And Dude. what's funny mid-route? about that? Were you mid route? <laughs> no, I actually had a climber on mid route and I handed my phone to somebody and said, Hey, by chance, if you see a number come up from LA Answer. It, Let please. me know. And it was kind of a sarcastic remark, like, "Oh, I'm what gonna get the call tonight." What a pretentious douchebag! I you got see th- a number from LA. Let's pick it up. My name's Chad. <laughs> but coincidentally, less than a minute later, they're like, "You're getting a number who, from who, your call." Who made the? Who answered? Was it you or I answered? Who, okay. I actually. Hey man, you're like, you, hold it up to my ear. Are, are you, you in a good so, spot? Are you in a good spot? So yeah, they were like, "You're getting a call from LA." I'm like, "Shut up!" And they're like, "No, seriously." And I looked. I'm like, "I can't answer." How in the pissed? Gym. How pissed would you have been if it was like? Hello, your warranty <laughs> is expired. Your like, extended car warranty. Yeah. yeah. I would have been so mad and heartbroken. <laughs> Fuck. But I actually ran across RockQuest because I'm like, I can't answer in so here because it's too loud. So on Blaze, you ran across I, I was dishing out slack. Off, Go indirect. Go first off, indirect. you're not supposed to run RockQuest. Well, I was just getting ready to say, I actually got yelled at you should. running across RockQuest by somebody. I forget who it is. But they were like, no running. And I was Some like, civilian. I don't have time. You're going, fuck you. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to be on Ninja Warrior. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I knew Remember I was, my name, bitch. I, like, I answered it and I was like out of breath. I was like, uh. <laughs> they're like, uh. I just, got, I just completed the course. Yeah, what I was up? just doing some ninja training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But to get. So what did they say to you? What was it? What did, I mean. I have it. I have it all on video, but it was basically. I know, but you, we probably can't hear what the guy well, said to you. Yeah, was it a guy or a woman? It was, a, it was a guy. He was the main. Of course. It's a fucking man. man. Casting Bullshit. <laughs> but he just, he kind of talks to you nonchalant. Oh yeah. So. Hey, hey uh. Isn't it funny for you? He's like, hey, uh, Jared, uh. You're like what? You're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, jo- Wait, hold on. Is this Jared? No, just well, wrong call. Okay. Sorry, wrong I, call. I, 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 I quit. Well, he actually just called him. Was like, "Hey, uh, this is 
so and so from American Ninja Warrior. We can't get his fucking name, dude. Uh, his name's kidding. Peter. Oh no, dude. everybody knows his name. But he was just like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Rock climbing." He's like, and then he just starts talking to me, and I'm sitting here like, I, Yo, "Are you going to deny gets a me?" Kick out of this. He does. He does. He's, he's, your ass he's on done like six hundred of these, so he's just like, yeah. "Hey guys, I'm going to make this guy piss his pants." Hey, uh, Justin, I got some. I got some news for you, but um, <laughs> you know, we've had a really, we had a lot of really good. People try out for the show, and um, and I'm gonna need you to looks pack like your- you're gonna go on and since yeah, that's exactly what he did. Oh really? No, he that's- was like, "Do you have any idea why I'm calling?" And I'm like, "I uh, have a guess, uh, but <laughs> I'm just gonna say no." And then he like screamed, "Like you're gonna be on American Ninja Warrior!" I'm like, "Sweet." Unfortunately, so, wow. we had to say no. And then he said no, to a I'm bunch just- of other people, <laughs> so you could make it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he was just like, "No, I've just kidding." Hung up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck you. I've been sick. Yeah. So you got it, and then. Um, so what like uh do they like send you anything yeah so <laughs> you know in that letter? conversation he's like we're gonna send you this huge email packet that you know gives would you, you the just rules. sign your life away <laughs> you have rules you have to be on set at a certain do, time you do have they to wear a certain you? thing no they actually don't that's, that's some weird. bs dude i guess those guys that win are on something on roids yeah makes sense. they blood dope magnus is on roids that's actually a good idea i'm gonna try that for next nice season. just Whoa. <laughs> Right well, into, not that. That's weird. Did you? I think <laughs> it goes in your butt. Actually, I think you're supposed to shoot it up in your butt. Did you? Uh, did they at least send you like a t-shirt? Did you get some swag, some ninja swag? So the only, um, the cool thing I got, but unfortunately because I fell, is they throw you this really nice American Ninja Warrior towel when you fall in the water. <laughs> but if you don't have a towel, that means you did really well. But <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I got a cool. T- Fuck, I lost. But yeah. at the beach, you're gonna look that's, like a badass. That's a participation trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Damn. yeah. So, Here you go, millennial. Yeah. So, and then I guess I, last question I have, like you talk about these athletes, they do it professionally. Yeah. Um, are there, I mean, I guess at the top level, sure you get sponsorships because you're going to represent a brand. Well, are there like low level, what in the climate of they're like grassroots sponsorships, like, Hey, you're in the industry. We'll throw you a free pair of shoes every year. If you hashtag us or what like are there those kind of sponsorships for lower level athletes or do you have to be the elite premier level and get the adidas whatever sponsorship yeah so there is lower level sponsorships that are trying to gain recognition in the sport itself okay so they take people that do fairly well in the region if they're regional uh, company so they take they give you a sponsorship, whatever it may Here's be. Here's a t-shirt. Yeah. And we'll... they say, hey, go to your competition and wear my brand or pass out stuff. I've actually had that happen and I've gone to competitions and I've passed out things from different companies and things so like that. So you are sponsored. Yeah. So unfortunately, Climb Stuff kind of kicked the can. Um, oh, you but... were cli- You had a sponsorship from Climb Stuff? Yeah. That's so cool. So they actually- Well, not not anymore, but- Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. But also uh, JTree, uh, which- Oh, Jay, so Jamie, yeah, Jamie, so, I mean, he's a cool dude, so. So Jamie's awesome, but he actually, when I started getting into Ninja stuff, he was like, hey, you do climbing and Ninja, let's get into that. And they actually sponsor, like, really elite Ninja athletes. But really? on the other hand, too, like, you know, throwing me a small sponsorship, you know, I go around and I compete in all these local things and I'll throw them some hand, hand salve. Out or, some hand salve you know, samples. I go sh- into my gym and I take their chalk and I fill up their chalk bowl with it. And they're like, hey, this is really cool. So there's nice. different things like that that really help what me else? and help Give them. A, shout, out, shout out your sponsors. We told you you get a shout out. Who? So right now, because Climb Stuff, unfortunately, right. kicked the can. It's, right now I have J-Tree. J-Tree, so okay. Joshua Tree, hand salve. Joshua so. Tree, hand salve and their chalk and the like too. Yep. Which 
Rocktoberfest, they'll be there. I'm doing an Instagram takeover. So oh, right cool. on, right on. So we'll be we'll be there at Rocktoberfest. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, bring your. I've already bought tickets. So. I'll be there. Wait, you bought tickets? Yeah. They just gave them to me for free. Well, Colin said that, but I was like, I'm going to give you money, and that I don't give money. I just get in for free. Yeah, I, I well, sorry. I'm in I, for free. Sorry, I I donate enough that you I get in right, for right, free. right, right. Well, that's where like I'm a platinum sponsor. When I because yeah. I'm I'm helping out the evolve. I'll be at the evolve tent helping oh, out nice. with evolve. Good job. Um, and then he was like, oh, don't pay. I'm like. I don't give enough money throughout the year. Yeah, like, this so is your time. I use Rocktoberfest just like here's a here's the money that I should be giving anyways. Yeah, because yeah, I mean all those guys are like, well, you guys always do some sort of podcast and you do that like whatever. I'm like, no, shut up. I was just gonna see if I can sneak on sneak. Yeah, I just yeah. Like, to, like I think dude. as adults, we don't do enough sneaking. You know when you're little, you like sneak out. So. Yeah, you had to sneak yeah, out or you put had sunglasses to, like, and a hat on and you just walk in. Or your parents were like, go to bed, Tommy, and you're like. Okay, and then you go to bed and you're like read a book or play yeah, a game. Play Boy. Game Boy. You when read that backlight screen. Yeah, you're you know? like reading yeah, away don't from bully bedtime. Me. Okay, don't, whatever. You weird ninja kid. <laughs> you read picture um, books. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's in there coloring underneath. His but bed. that was my plan. My plan was to sneak on. I was. And you're making this public, like broadcast. Yeah, fucking no. making. I'm doing it on expert level. We interviewed them on our what podcast. Do do? Fucking call true. the cops on me. Call the cops on me. By the time they get into Slade, Kentucky, you'll be gone anyway. Yeah, so. I don't give a shit. What are they gonna do? Fight so me. you'll be at you'll be at Rocktoberfest. Right. Come hang out. I'll be at Rocktoberfest helping out with J Tree, and then I'm also um, in charge of directing. I don't know what you want to call it. Doing the Dino Comp. Uh, I did it last year. It was a me- mega success. To An them. annoying did amount someone of success. Win? Someone did win and. There was, uh, there was the first three placements were actually a guy that was projecting pure imagination that weekend. The other guy that got second place boulders like V12 or 13. And the guy that got third place was actually my buddy that's on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, right on. So what, how big was the dino? Like, how do you, like, how do you have a dino comp? You just make it further and further away or something? No, there was different problems. Oh, okay. For that horizontal, vertical, yeah, oh. crazy shit. Sorry, I'm not fucking were you fluent in. I was not. It was so busy. We were like, it was so busy. It was taking, it was taking patrons away from outside, which okay. they were like, cool, let's do it again. So we're going to restructure it. it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so I have, you know, Chris, you should make it, dude, here you go. Maybe we should talk off screen, but make it a dino to an underkling. I'm sure it'll be on there. Sick. Chris is going to help out this year because I thought it was going to be a bunch of drunk idiots and chacos with no. So chop. you didn't set like real dinos. It was just like I people went there dino. to rock climb. They're they in the came red up to with rock shoes climb. and stuff, and I'm like, uh, these guys are serious. So yeah. it blew up. So this year we're are those Dragos? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah. So is that fucking uh, Alex Honnold? Did he just join the Dino Comp? <laughs> it, that's what was happening. There was like. We actually had to say no to a couple of professional athletes. We're like, hey, this is just a game. Like, we're you're we, gonna win. You're gonna a, win. You're gonna nobody- win a Gree Gree. You're sponsored by Petzl. Stop. <laughs> you have five of those on your backpack right now. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, it's gonna be a fun event. That right on. So I have one question for you, and then we can get this boat on the road. That's the analogy. Right? The Make like a tree off. and get the fuck get out the of here. Fuck out of here. We're on a boat. So if somebody wanted to get into American Ninja Warrior, what would you tell them? Like what? How should they get started? Is there something they should do before they get on there? What's so, up? I mean, just because I'm a rock climber and I always try to directly relate things and ninja to rock climbing, you know, it's the same thing. How do you get into rock climbing? Find a local gym. Gyms are becoming, you know, very common, sure. especially around here. There's there's one in Cincinnati. There's 
one in Columbus. There's one in Indianapolis. There's one in Lexington. You know, like major cities. In major have cities, them. yeah, and yeah. even sometimes smaller Dude, cities. Real talk. My home church, God, where I grew talk. up in Knoxville. Ooh, shout out to home church. Home church. They put in just like they're like free weight <laughs> section of the gym. <laughs> they actually converted it to a ninja gym. Yeah, and people so, are like, and then you these... run into a holy water to yeah, be baptized. That's right, right. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. If you fall, you like get a, baptized. A Southern Baptist Church in Knoxville, Tennessee, has a ninja gym now. I need to go to that church. Right on. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll in, introduce brother. you. <laughs> we'll baptize you, then get you going. Yeah. But I have, I actually have like you know like seven or eight friends that have obstacles or rigs, whatever you want to call them, in their backyard. Because they don't have access. To well, that. that used to be how you did it. I or, like yeah, you make your back home in wall. the early yeah. days. It would you see those like interviews with people like how would you? Oh yeah, I I built this gym in my backyard. It's like monkey bars and like yeah. walls they jump on. And now you have like professional level gyms right. with like industry. Is it like certified or like standardized equipment? Or is it just do so? Whatever? There are companies that make standardized equipment, just like you know, like a Walltopia or something like that. Okay, they'll basically build your gym and outfit it. And then there's other guys that have, you know, we call them passion projects that open these gym and they build them themselves. That like the know, Rock Quest, we just like built Rock it because yeah. we didn't know. But what there's else gyms to do. out there that, and they're so much more adaptable because they're like, hey, that's a cool obstacle, and they just go in and build it and they slap it up. These gyms that are outfitted. By a company, they can't because they really can't adapt or evolve to... Well, you're not going to keep calling them back every three months. You'll be like, right. hey, we need so another... There's, there's an advantage to both because sure. one's very modern and one's more ghetto. So you have like the dirt bag ninja gyms. And those gyms. are where the strong guys come out of. No shit. So it's very similar to the client. Like, Absolutely. The dirt bag gyms, the, the... They're constantly changing and everything's harder because it's handmade. And then you get these new grippy obstacles, new age things with thick pads where people aren't afraid to fall and they're just like... Jeez. Mm. So, so it's, it's a, like exactly a dirt, the same. So to so Mike, like, how would you get started? There's an appeal to like, where's the cool local dirtbag gym that are the people there more likely to? T is there the mentorship that we see in climbing? Like, it's exactly the same. If you were a climber transitioning into the ninja sport, it's the exact same community. People wow. are there to help you. People are there to encourage you. There's a few douchebags along the way it's self-policing yeah you don't you don't talk to them everyone knows everybody's there to do the same thing no matter what level you are there's always that That's one awesome. guy there spraying beta at you whether it's the rock climbing gym or the ninja gym <laughs> There's always one person that's just, you know, standing in the corner. Yeah, she's looking at that inverted wall. Here's so, how yeah. I do it. So no, what, what, what beta could they spray to you? Hold on. <laughs> hey, when so, you when you get on the wing nuts, you're going to think you're going to fall. Don't. like. <laughs> so more beta in the ninja world is more of efficiency. Hey, you just swung three times on this hold and you're burning out. Why don't you try it on your first swing? You know, like, grabbing oh, something yeah. once okay. and reaching. There's always somebody there to be sure. like, hey, you can do this better. It's not, you know, verbatim like, hey, sure. right hand here, left hand here. But yeah, there's always. Do they say come on? I hate in rock climbing. <laughs> come on. Come on. That people say they come, come on, Michael. Come actually, on. Yeah, they actually say venga. Venga. <laughs> venga. Ale, ale. Venga, venga. Ale, ale. No. You should do that at your gym. People are like, what the, the Yeah, what is wrong with this? this Takes her for fakes. What is he talking about? No, no. I People are encouraging across the board, whatever That's they want to say. But it's the same community. That's why, I mean, I felt immediately. Like I was in the sport forever. Like you were my just second at a, week there. You might yeah. as well have just gone to a different climbing gym. Like it was the same right. feel, was, the same and, vibe. And that's why I stuck with it. Okay. You know, coming from a rock climbing world, I stuck with Ninja because it was so warm and welcoming. If I wasn't feeling good or I, if I was fatigued or taxed, 
I still go to the Ninja Gym to hang out with the people and to see how they're doing. Just like I would go to RockQuest sure. and be like, hey, I'll give you a blade. Yeah, I'm not going to climb. I would never you know, do that. Say, would, yeah. You couldn't pay me money to do that. Well, I'm a people person, Michael. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's not what I hear. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So outside of uh, American Ninja Warrior, um, do you have any big lofty goals like this this coming up year that you want to talk about? or um, My... Well, what are you going to do differently so you can get past the qualifier? Yeah, so my goal is to get back on for season 12. Um, I'm currently... Do you have to do another video? Yeah, I was just going to say I'm currently trying to think of ideas to make my video the same but different than last year. Mm-hmm. I got on because I was with animals. Just get on some massive climb and take a 50-foot whip. So and did did you... Uh, like, how'd you do the video? Did did you just so I do actually a submitted, stick? I actually submitted my video before it was due, and producers went over it, and I had a lot of me rock climbing, doing ninja obstacles, working out, and they're like, they literally just called me and said, hey, we know you can work out. We see thousands of videos of people doing the same thing. Like, we want more about you. Sure. So I sent them a three-minute video of me with animals and doing things. I had two clips of me rock climbing and two clips of me doing... Uh, now that I look back on it, like a very beginner level ninja move, if you want to call it. <laughs> right. And I got on the show because they nice. kind of mentored me and they're like, we know if you're applying for the show, you can basically do some stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. So now, so I what are you going to do now? I don't know. You need to see. Okay, I need I'm, suggestions. Okay. I'll give you, fr- I'll give you some free suggestions. Okay. We'll call this what a you sponsorship. Need to do we'll sponsor you. Is you need to get some kind of infant like creature. And just something that needs to be bottle fed, like a raccoon, possum, something like a marsupial. Marsupi- a marsupial. Yeah, I know my on. shit. Yep, exactly. And you need to start the video with this cozy looking creature you know. with a bottle. And oh, just, hey, I didn't see you there because yeah. I was keeping this Good. animal alive. <laughs> yeah. Without me, it would die. And you can help too by <laughs> donating money to. Or just by kidding. letting me be so on a Start with some cute animals an cute, owl not cute, cute. cute wolf baby. not cute but what baby about a wolf, wolf puppy a pup that's that's the new angle is just yeah. cute and fuzzy yeah. if you don't let me on ninja warrior Fine, like this wolf if you pup can is get yourself die. if you can get yourself in a room with multiple small puppy like creatures and you're on the ground rolling with them and not even talking not even talking <laughs> not even talking <laughs> for three minutes oh hey didn't see you there yeah. i'm just rescuing these animals and somehow make it a soft like yeah and they this and yeah find one that's injured find like a, and then yeah get the owl with the bad wing you're the like bad wing and he's hey, like guys this is jebediah only- <laughs> he was hit by a car and we found him on the side of the road and we're fixing his wing and now he's gonna go out when jebediah was I'm on not, his- and not and you know when i'm not trying to bring jebediah up to health i'm training for american ninja warrior because that's my second passion <laughs> second boom and i'm doing it for him i I'm remember jebediah. jebediah told fly, me jebediah fly jebediah told me the thing that would make him heal the fastest is to <laughs> see me on ninja warrior no one ever does ninja warrior for themselves it's always for somebody else. oh yeah it's always for him. i did this for him yeah they're like what? They're like, why do you want to be on the show? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just want to because it like, looks. You need a better angle. I'm like, you're like, because right. I want that money. <laughs> yeah, that's so. all I'm gonna say. But right. we're, we're running, we're, we're running yeah. a little yeah. late. Running yeah. along. We're pretty psyched on American Ninja Warrior. So, Justin, thank you for coming on the show. Um, check out Ninja Warrior. Yeah, season twelve is gonna be coming up next year. Check out your local gym <laughs> if so, they're there. Oh, yeah. one question: Can people like vote for you to be on the show? Is it like American Idol? 
No, no oh, one. Oh. Uh, only casting producers get to review your video, and hopefully they probably so, listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah they they know you. They're yeah. gonna be on here soon. We have who doesn't know us? a pretty substantial following. So <laughs> a lot. Anyways, thank, thank, first off, if you're still listening to this episode, thank you so much for listening. We, <laughs> we can't believe a, people listen. We to get us. pitiless. They're like these yeah. guys need me to listen. We to thought it. it was all our wives and our like moms. It's not. It's no. really not. We asked them. They're like, fuck no, we don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> I listen to five minutes, and when I, I have to listen to you enough anyways, I'm not going to listen on my so, own. So, shout out to our listeners. But thanks. For oh, like- and then uh, shout out to Taz for uh, hooking us up with the Gavel Banger IPA. That's what we've been drinking on this yeah, episode. we did do our little plug, but go ahead. There it is, all the way up You the did your plug. I did. Yep. So, anyways, thanks for coming on. Uh, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.